0: Welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 129, and it is Thursday, July 26, 2018. I am your host, Victor Omoyo, and with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's good, y'all? Yes, indeed, man. We are talking about a bunch of geek stuff, particularly San Diego Comic-Con 2018, uh, the highlights from the show this past weekend, and some fantastic trailers that dropped, and uh, some other uh, some other news items as well in the ne- in the nerd verse, which well.
1: all pretty much still came from Comic Con. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
1: Comic Con has ruled. They they just ruled. our airways. like, and I tried my hardest mm. to keep to keep everybody updated.
0: Yeah, yeah, I hear you, it was man. A lot. <laughs> yeah, man. It's like, it, it's like just. The geek train is unstoppable.
1: I'm okay with that.
0: No, I'm I'm okay yeah. with it too. Like I got so many comics that I'm that I've read and I am reading right now, which I'll get into in, Dude, in a moment. I've been spending so
1: many so much money on comics within like the last month. It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. I I hear you. Like for me, it's like uh, with all this at the rate that I'm going, I'm gonna have to like buy like two more long boxes, <laughs> practically, and just like have a just like create storage in my basement for them.
1: I mean, I'm just—I yeah. mean, I'm just using um, shoeboxes because mm. a, I've always used shoeboxes growing up, yeah. and then b, just kind of makes it look like I have a lot.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like uh, like if you like pour pour a liquid in like a tall glass, it looks like you have more, but then then you have like a short glass. Kind yeah. Of? Okay. Yeah.
1: It's basically like when you go into a bar. Ah, it yeah. looks like they're pouring forever,
0: mm-hmm. but it's not as much
1: as you <laughs> <can> really get.
0: <laughs> I gotcha. And yo, yes, what's up, Kyle? Uh, Was good? Yeah, thank you for joining us. And I want to give you a big shout out, my friend. Congratulations, uh, man. Yes, as well as uh, Eddie and Brian for starting your brand new podcast, which you debuted uh, just a couple days ago, the UWO, the Urban World Order. Um, episode one, you're talking about wrestling, all things wrestling, WWE, Indies, New Japan, you name it. All if right. it's in the squared circle, these three fellows got you covered. Yep,
1: so make sure you check them out on Anchor. You can download the Anchor app and listen to them right then and there.
0: Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. And, uh, and, and oh, yes, no, make no mistake. The three of you will be at our, at our SummerSlam NXT episode in the coming weeks.
1: Oh, it's going to be on. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> it's gonna be on. <laughs> and uh, and also um, for all you Facebook uh, Live viewers out there, you might be wondering, hey Victor, what's with those sweet sweet white headphones you got on your head? Well, Studio uh, has has been so generous to be a sponsor of the Codex Prime Podcast. Yes,
1: we got our, we finally got us we got our first sponsor.
0: Yes, man. So we're doing yeah. it.
1: So yep studio headphones right now you see victor he's wearing the uh, regent design which is uh their premium yes. on air on ear uh headphone design on ear model um impeccable with instrumental tones and well balanced sound would you agree
0: absolutely
1: I'm really screaming into your ear. how do you like
0: oh um oh it, it's it's like it's like fluffy pillows going into my ear canals
1: so aren't you Listen, uh, see now I want to listen to Morgan Freeman talk. <laughs> <laughs> With those, yeah, so um, and they also have 24 hours, 24 plus hours of battery life and 20 de- 20 days standby life. Mm-hmm. So these things pretty much last forever. High quality sound and very fashionable.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely fashionable and they are, they are also Bluetooth Capable.
1: Yep. Capable to, uh, they are compatible with any device that has Bluetooth capability and also the auxiliary cord Mm -hmm. in case you don't need to use it. So, and it all fits to the Scandinavian design. And also, if you want to get your own, your very own studio headphones, go to studio.com and then use the promo code codex
0: to get 15% off. That's right. 15% off. Sweet deal right there, man. So yeah, Studio. Thank you very much for sponsoring our program, and uh, yeah, we just uh, we be coming out, be be coming out. We started from the bottom, and now we're here. We're getting there. We're getting there. there. Yeah, started from the bottom. Now we're getting there. That's that's a good song title.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> and um, um right. And welcome to the show, uh, Curtis Ward, joining us. Kurt. Yeah. So uh, yeah, man. Um, what you been up to this past week?
1: Well. I've been spending tons of money and time. Mm-hmm. Well, for one, I've been moving. Still packing up and moving stuff. Like, uh, you know, Everybody knows how much of a pain in the ass that is. Yes. But also, also, you know, on my downtime, I've been reading many of the comic book books that I've been, uh, like all the story arcs that I've been reading, like the Spider-Man the Wakanda Forever, which the next one just came out yesterday, which is the X-Men what kind of forever? So it picks mm-hmm. up exactly where uh, Spider-Man came up, where Spider-Man picked up. Yep. So now the Dora Milaje, already in the U.S., they will be teaming against the X-Men to go against uh, the lovely Nakia, mm-hmm. who has gone crazy and turned into Malice. Yep. All right. Um, also, I got into the bit. I've been um, on my Netflix kick and. Uh, Watching some document some very interesting documentaries, as a matter of fact. Okay. Okay. One is the uh rise it's called the rise of the super gamer. Um, mm. It's actually the main focus on the uh esports world mm. and how and it follows a couple of don't forget you're ducking me in Street Fighter card. Listen, you can catch these hands, Kyle. <laughs> you can catch these hands.
0: Here comes the new challenger.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm in Florida Ro- I'm in uh Adrian's in Florida where Robin Reigns is. Roman Reigns is from.
0: Oh, Pensacola.
1: Yeah. So guess what? Guess who's drinking? <laughs> Do the math. <laughs> uh, I mean, Adrian's drinking Roman Reigns' bathwater. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I said it.
0: Yeah. Oh, and by the way, watch out for Florida Man. He's the greatest supervillain of our time.
1: Oh Jesus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, go but
1: anyway, <laughs> he's the Rise of the Super Gamer. It follows uh, three. Uh, Three basically teenagers, some within the ages, age ranges between like seventeen and twenty-five, mm-hmm. where they basically just follows them to join in like so, to um joining the esports world, joining certain, certain teams and certain video games. With the names I just can't really. Uh... Adrian <laughs> responded, the names of the games that are escaping me right now. But it's um it's just amazing how like these. These people just completely shut their lives down
0: mm-hmm.
1: just just to become super gamers and only compete for like, what, $5,000, $10,000 prizes? Mm. But okay. it's like. So one of them was still in high school. He comes home from school, mm-hmm. video games.
0: Wow, not even homework? I mean,
1: hopefully he does his homework, <laughs> but like, it's just. But yeah, it's just video games. The ones that are out of school is like they actually end up moving into like these dorms mm-hmm. with their video game t- with their sports players, their teammates, hmm. and just practice for hours on end.
0: Wow. And just like fighting games or
1: um all types of, all types of games, really.
0: Okay. Wow, that's it's like a career right there, not just the hobby. It pretty
1: yeah, it pretty much is. And it's just like it's so time consuming. Even one of them was like don't get a girlfriend.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, get a girlfriend that is also a gamer or is open to yeah, gaming. Yeah, but there's
1: no like time. It's just practice because you're competing to be the best in the
0: world. Mm. Okay.
1: So yeah. you have to dedicate all that time to just gaming in your specific game that you're competing in. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely on Netflix. Um, I urge anybody to check it out. And just to see, like, if you really want, if you're really thinking about creating an esports team, you should definitely watch this just to see, like, if you're up for that because it's it's a lot of work. Like, I love gaming. Mm-hmm. I got my Madden preordered. Mm-hmm. I got my Spider Man preordered. Okay. But I'm not gonna spend that much time playing.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're just playing for like prize money and all this. Yeah, that's right, yeah. and fame. Yeah. I mean, the, granted, those are like some pretty hefty uh, cash prizes, but still, it's like, man, it's like, when is too too much of a good thing? I'd say. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay.
1: Definitely. And
0: so yeah, Rise of the Super Gamer. Yes,
1: Rise of the Super Gamer. I definitely recommend you guys watch that. Okay. Also. I checked out this docu series. It's uh, two seasons, eight episodes all together. It's called "The Toys That Made Us," and each episode actually tells the story of like how the toys that we grew up with, mm-hmm. how they came about, how they skyrocketed to you know billion dollar, million billion dollar businesses, to some almost some for catching bankrupt, almost going bankrupt, yeah, or somehow. You know, and they're, they're still standard. Mm-hmm. A lot of them have, like, very remarkable stories. Like, Legos, for one, mm-hmm. they were actually originally going to be called Automatic Building Bricks.
0: Yeah, not a very sexy name.
1: No, not at all. <laughs> and, um, yeah, the, origi- the name actually, he got Lego from basically the Dutch words for play well. Oh. And they just took out some letters and just put them together and just Lego. Okay. Um Barbie was a Barbie was an interesting episode. It's actually it was actually a I want to say it was German, but let's just say German for now. It was actually in a German toy a, a German doll mm-hmm. based on a comic strip of a girl who was basically a slut. <laughs> Barbie was an Barbie was inspired by a German slut. What? 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 Barbie was a
0: Oh, okay. Um well, I, I understand that. Granted, like pretty much like German, like I know like thinking about like it's not a fairy tale, but I know Barbie's not a fairy tale. But like German fairy tales are like very dark anyway, so I I could see Barbie's origins like being equally dark as well. Okay,
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's just like in um, one yeah in that episode where um, oh my god it was so much and I'm like completely drawing a blank. I really should have been ta- you know for now on I just got to make sure I take notes every time I watch. <laughs> Yeah, but like, um, what was that? GI Joe, mm-hmm. actually originated from like a, a film from like the '40s or '50s. Mm-hmm. At least just that, just that name. And the original GI Joes was just literally a fi- um one of those figures that a lot of artists just use to like help you know draw bodies and stuff. Yeah, they literally just took a Ken a, a Ken doll, mm-hmm. took his head, slapped it on. Mm-hmm. And that was it. <laughs> Put army fatigue on him, and we got GI Joe. Wow. <laughs> um. I mean, so so many. Hello Kitty was like the last episode. Oh mm-hmm. man, um, you know Hello Kitty was been has been around for like forty years. Really? Yeah, and there's more characters than just the one Hello Kitty. Oh, I did not know And the that. characters actually
0: British. Really? It's not Japanese.
1: No. Nah. Wow, it's created by it's like Mario, an Italian plumber made by Japanese people.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense.
1: Kello Kitty is basically the same thing because they said that in um, in Japan it was like the, at that time when she when she was created. So I want to say like the seventies or so. Mm-hmm. Living in England was like the ideal country to live in.
0: I see. Okay.
1: Hmm. So yeah. Um, i actually recommend I definitely recommend that series. You actually can get by it like so quick, so fast in like one hour episode forty minute one hour episodes each mm-hmm. and two seasons, four episodes each season
0: mm-hmm.
1: you can knock it out it's actually something I would like to do like I would like to do a whole entire episode out with some guests uh, I have a couple in mind, yeah who are like big toy collectors mm-hmm. so that would be an interesting that would definitely be an interesting episode didn't you collect didn't you have any figures back in the day i had
0: a i had a handful like what like when i was when i was a kid like i used to collect uh hot wheels more than any other uh, mattel's toy. like
1: second biggest property
0: yeah <laughs> yeah i
1: mean they didn't do hot wheels but they mentioned it in the bobby's in the bobby episode
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah like i had a f- i had a, like a handful of like ninja turtle figures maybe like one or two transformers like I they did transformers many. yeah but, yeah, for me, it was always Hot Wheels. Transformers. You know,
1: Transformers was basically, like, created, and like, on the whim. Oh, yeah, I believe No, that. it was literally, like, they created the toys, and it was like, okay, how are you going to sell them? Like, what's going to make them so special? We're going to make a comic.
0: Oh, yeah, they had to justify no, it. No, it just literally
1: was like, we're going to make a comic. Who's going to make a comic? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so they end up, I think... Marvel will end up teaming up with them mm-hmm. <laughs> and making the original transformers comics books the little comics that came with the um
0: oh, well, with the, the figures yeah
1: yeah also the same with he man too yeah and they mentioned that god awful movie <laughs>
0: oh Master- highlights it. oh masters of the universe <laughs> it
1: was i was like just this i didn't even know courtney cox was in it
0: yeah she was
1: and i'm yeah. just looking at this i'm like this is awful yeah, man. Like the the movie, but like the movie brought in characters that nobody know, nobody knew about. Mm-hmm. Like it was, probably, it was just a lot. It was actually a more hilarious thing just to watch and be like, wow, this is awful. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I had a lot. I used to have those um WWE, WWF at the time, mm-hmm. those LJM figures that were like what, th- like seven inches tall. Yeah. But they were just rubber and they just stood still.
0: Yeah, they just had like the. Poses like that. Yep,
1: (laughs) and I made it work. I had a good amount of them, so I just like, I used to make up my own episode, and I had the ring also. Mm -hmm. My pop spoiled me with that, so I used to just make. I just made up my own matches. Not to mention, like say, I would like substitute, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) like say, I had a Jake, I had a Jake the Snake figure. Mm -hmm. That Jake the Snake figure was Bret Hart if I wanted him in a match. The closest who ever looked like him, that was another person. So I didn't have Undertaker. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, that's surprising. Yeah, I know. Hercules Hernandez was the Undertaker.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because the doll looked just like
0: him. Wow. Hey, the the power of childhood imagination, man. I had a crazy imagination. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You had to make do sometimes.
1: I I definitely did. Just looking back at it, I'm just good times. Yeah. Good times. My world crashed when my because when my cousin Joe used like I'm the room was a mess. Mm. He was trying to get to something, the wrestling ring was in his way and he just threw it. Damn. Threw it across, broke the steel pulse, and it just was I was done. Like you if you ever wanted to see like a destroyed version of me, <laughs> get a time machine and go back to that very moment. Like my life like crashed.
0: Wow. <laughs> So inconsiderate, dude. Yeah,
1: uses, uh user destructive. Mm. <laughs> it's very destructive.
0: Well. I just brought back and said, I wow. That was sad. Yeah, I can understand, man. I mean if somebody destroyed my uh ring, I never had a ring, but um if I had one, if someone destroyed it, I would have uh sworn a blood oath and I would have made sure <laughs> I was that so they so close would... to it. Yeah. But I was just too big I was just <laughs> too heartbroken. <laughs> Yeah, I swear a blood oath of vengeance, man.
1: Oh man! Oh. If I knew about blood oaths and vengeance, I would have th- at that time. Mm-hmm. Would have had it. I mean, I played with that thing every day.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's funny, like having those uh, those wrestling action figures, and like you you end up like creating shows that are better than the ones on TV. Sure did. Yep. I mean, I can imagine, like like. Maybe today's generation of kids, like, they'll buy a Roman Reigns doll and have him be a jobber, like, every single match. That'd be awesome. <laughs> oh, he's coming out in the pre-show. Roman Reigns. He's the big, big dog of the pre-show. Yeah. that that, that That's hilarious. You
1: just you just wanted to get out of some <laughs> Roman hate, huh?
0: Oh, yeah. I just had to get that out of the way, you know? You know, just, just because Vince says you're the guy doesn't mean you're the guy. But anyway, <laughs> uh, anything else you got? Uh, no, uh,
1: other, other than that, that's it. Um all I really got, I got to take more, I got to just, I met, I wanted to take notes. Mm. I wanted to take notes, but then my cousin actually ended up FaceTiming me and her daughter, and I just, that just completely just derailed my whole schedule of that. So, but shout outs to them. It was definitely a pleasant surprise.
0: Yeah. So. That's cool. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> what the hell have you been up to?
0: Man, uh, well, I just ended my uh, uh, summer gig just came to an end. Oh, okay. Uh, 5 weeks are up. So big shout-outs to uh, TD Nation uh, at the University of Rhode Island Talent Development Program. And uh so for the next um next month we'll be back at our Tuesday schedule. So um start starting next week. So that's a that's a welcome change of pace. Um, I've been reading <laughs> comics left and right.
1: Uh <laughs> It's official, you're a bigger hater than Kyle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wow. I mean, that sounds like a dubious honor, but I'll I'll wear that with pride. <laughs> We've been established
1: that you were a villain, though.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, just because I have different opinions doesn't make me a villain. I'm the Tommaso Ciampa of this podcast. But anyway. Shout
1: outs to Ed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I but, didn't
1: see the match, but I was like,
0: yeah. damn. Yeah. I've, I haven't seen the match yet. Um, but speaking of wrestling, I have been catching up on um, uh, the past uh, three weeks of NXT uh, programming, yeah. so so like I haven't, so I haven't like sat down and watched them all through. I, I just like fa- fast forwarded to like the most interesting matches. Yeah, like the the one match from there was one, yeah match from from the uh, July eleventh show of NXT, mm-hmm. which was the tag team match between um, Mustache Mountain, yeah, uh, versus uh, Undisputed. the Undisputed Era, and Mustache mm-hmm. Mountain. Th- they were defending mm-hmm. the NXT Tag Team Championships. Mm-hmm. Yo, that mm-hmm. match was. Mm-hmm. Dun, yeah, that dun, match was dun, one of. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, that match was fire, man. That was definitely one of the best matches of the year.
1: I don't think I've ever seen a bad Undisputed Era match.
0: No, no. Like, and they have such excellent chemistry with Mustache Mountain and Pete Dunne when they have British Strong Style. Um, the, the week before, um, I think it was the July 4th or 5th edition of NXT, I think there was a six man tag between um, the Undisputed Era with Adam Cole. Versus Mustache Mountain and Ricochet. Shut up. Yo, that match. The crowd was so into it. Like, like that's another match of the year candidate right there. We've,
1: I think we, by now, we probably just, it's, what? It's July. Yeah. Almost August. Mm-hmm. And we've already, like, filled up five slots for a possible match of the year.
0: Yeah. It's been a decent year of wrestling. It absolutely has, like, like this year, like we already, with the exception
1: been, of WrestleMania.
0: Yeah, yeah, we don't have to talk about that one. But that one, um, we've been spoiled rotten as wrestling fans already, and we're just, we're just, we just have like, like we're seven months into the year, and it's like, man, we have, we can, we can make a list of top ten matches of the year already. Yeah, and these, and those two aforementioned matches on NXT definitely would would be added to what, that. What the
1: past 5 main events from
0: and the past 5 uh, events yeah. from Takeover. Yeah. The Takeover uh, main 205
1: events. 205 Lives been like, last night no not last night, excuse me, um Tuesday nights,
0: the Fatal 4way was dope. I haven't seen it yet, but In I want the to. And cro-
1: and guess what? It was still a full house.
0: Wow, nobody left? Nobody left. That's that's amazing.
1: 205 Lives on the come
0: up. Yeah, man. Uh but yeah, the yeah, that match, Mustache um, Mountain, Undisputed Era for the NXT Tag Team Titles, awesome match, um, five stars I'd give it. Um, I'm st- I'm still I still have to watch uh, this week's uh, NXT episode. Actually, no, not this week's. Is it this week's? Yeah, I think it's this week's Alex NXT. the Black against uh, Tommaso um, Ciampa. Yeah, so I haven't watched that yet, yes, yes, but I but I heard that match is also another potential match of the year candidate. Jesus Christ! Just like just like. Boom, boom, boom. Week after week, man. Why can't Raw do that? Why can't SmackDown do that? I mean, but then again, it helps when NXT doesn't have, you know, the big dog on their roster, but <laughs> you know <laughs> or the big pup as 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 I as I like to call him. But yeah, I've been catching up with that. Um so I'll I'll definitely watch the uh, Champa Black Match um after this podcast. Um I've been reading a whole slew of comics Jeez. left and right. Like I finally started reading uh Miles Morales, Ultimate Spider-Man, which mm. was originally published in 2011. Yeah. And so I read the first volume, the first Ultimate Collection. So that's like the first uh, uh, 12 issues. Yeah. And it's very impressive. Very impressive. Like, I really like it. It's basically Miles Morales. He um, gets bitten by a radioactive spider, uh, which was inadvertently brought home by uh, his uncle, known as the Prowler. yeah. Yeah, who's a big-time thief and uh, all-around reprobate. And you know, and uh, so you kind of see uh, their relationship, and how how and how Miles has to struggle with being the new Spider-Man because Peter Parker just died, and you know he's walking around with the costume and people are like, "That's in bad taste, dude." <laughs> yeah, and um and he has some I mean, he has some interesting powers like uh he ha- he still has to use web shooters, um but in the first for in the first volume he doesn't have those so he's not swinging around but he has the this uh Venom touch where, like, he can, he can touch you, like, there's, like, little, like, barbs at, the, at his fingertips. Yeah. And then, like, you just, like, get into, like, a basically, like, a convulsion, like, a sh- body shock. Yeah. You'll be rendered unconscious. And that same effect could be used for, like, electrical objects as well. Um, and, he's co- and, he co- and he has some super agility and a bit of super strength as well. So, like, I really like the Miles Morales uh, comic. Like, it's, I'm surprised it's taken me this long to get around to reading that series. Mm-hmm. But I really dig it. It was originally written by Brian Michael Bendis. <laughs> who's now working with with DC. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um but yeah, if you haven't if you haven't uh read the Ultimate Spider-Man by Brian Michael Bendis with My- Miles Morales, definitely check that out. Like you you can probably order like the order to trade paperbacks online for cheap. Um there's three volumes of the Ultimate Spider-Man by by Bendis. Um which which were published in 2015, which were collections of the 2011 series. So, check those out um, if you're if you're interested. If you're a Miles Morales fan, and plus, it, it'll be good timing too because this December is into the Spider Verse, which features Miles Morales as well. So,
1: but it features uh, into the Spider Verse features all of them, right?
0: I think a lot of them. I know yeah. Miles Morales is one of them. Peter Parker, obviously, um, and a couple other couple others that I can't Spider Gwen, really I believe, is one of them. Yeah, I, th- I believe so, yeah. So, yeah, I've been, been reading that. Um, I've been reading um, uh, Green Lanterns, a uh, dope series. Um, New 52 or Rebirth? A rebirth. Okay. Uh, rebirth slash universe, same continuity. And uh, that's, that's a really dope series. I really like Green Lanterns a lot. Um, I'm also starting to read Volume 2 of Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. Yeah. Also also a dope series.
1: So um, the other Green Lantern you read what you was reading was uh Jonathan Stewart?
0: Oh uh, no, uh Green Lanterns. It's uh with two Green Lanterns and they're defending Earth. It's yeah. uh Simon Baz and uh Jessica Cruz. And okay. yeah, they're uh, and they're very two interesting characters with their own um with their own idiosyncrasies. Oh okay. Yeah. Um I'm on volumes five and six, so I've been reading those.
1: Dope.
0: Yeah. And um also, just trying to collect some more back issues of comics as well that I've been missing. Um, eBay, Amazon. Yep. Um, yeah. And also, um, there's also a really, really good website, uh, Midtown Comics.
1: Shout outs to Bunny. She works there.
0: Oh, she does? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Mid- <laughs> Midtown Comics, uh, it's, a, it's in Times Square, New York.
1: There's, like, three locations, but the, I think the main one is in Times Square. Yeah. And I think that's the one that she works at as well.
0: Yeah, because I was, like, I was looking up, because um, I, I was trying to order some back issues that I couldn't find in any of the comic shops here in Rhode Island. Right. So I was, like, okay, like, comic stores, back issues online. Then Midtown Comics was the first result that popped up, and I was looking through it. And I was, like, oh, wow, they have exactly what I need. So <laughs> I'm getting those in the mail pretty soon. Awesome, awesome. Yeah.
1: I said shout out to my girl, Bunny, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, aside from that. Pretty much, and that's pretty much it. Um, I got I got a few new movies coming up on the horizon that I plan on watching soon.
1: Oh, you didn't watch any of them this week?
0: Uh, no. Um, like I said, I watched Sorry to Bother You, which I reviewed a yeah, uh, week, week or two ago. Yeah, and um, I know tomorrow is Mission Impossible Fallout, which I hear has gotten some fantastic reviews. You're
1: still the movie that ruined <laughs> that ruined Superman and for just <laughs> That ruined just.
0: <laughs> yeah i i, I definitely want to watch that so i'm gonna watch that uh there's another interesting documentary that's still out in theaters called three identical strangers yeah. which i it's about like three triplets that were separated at birth and they all had led they all lived like very separate lives and then they reunited at some point like that's i hear that, that's a fascinating documentary it so it's
1: basically sister sister but triplets
0: I wouldn't go that far. I think there's way more to it than that, but I want to watch it in theaters when I get the chance before next week's episode.
1: Okay. Have you guys checked out John Schnepp's stuff?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, I, ha- I haven't. I have not checked out uh, John Schnepp's stuff. Uh, John Schnepp, he was, um, I think he was a creator of Metaloc- Metalocalypse, I believe. And he was also a co host of Collider. Oh, okay yeah unfortunately he uh passed away i believe last week of a stroke damn <laughs> yeah he was only in his early fifties, so he's has yeah. gone way too soon but um but i hear but I hear that he did some really really cool stuff too, so I like to check I'll check out his stuff at some point okay so yeah that's uh that's pretty much what I have on my end and um before we get into the news and headlines and san diego comic con highlights um once again, big shout outs to our sponsor studio for the uh, wonderful Regent Headphones. That's
1: right. 24 24 hours of active battery life, 20 uh, 20 plus for standby life, Mm -hmm. wireless Bluetooth compatibility, and auxiliaries, if you want to use that instead. And uh, how they sounding?
0: Sounding fantastic.
1: Really awesome. So yeah, just go on uh, studio.com and use the promo code, Codex, to get 15% off.
0: That's right. Sweet deal, sweet headphones. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> now on to the news and items of interest here. Um, starting, starting with a rather unfortunate one. Uh, James Gunn has been fired from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yes. Uh, Marvel and Disney fired the director due to numerous old offensive tweets he made nearly 10 years ago in 2009. Uh, the tweets consisted of shocking jokes about rape and pedophilia. Uh, the tweets were dug up by conservative pundit Jack Posobiec and um, Mike Cernovich, um, uh who basically like weaponized outrage, like digging <laughs> up digging up stuff because he criticized Trump. Uh, Gunn issued a statement on July twentieth, saying, "Quote: My words of nearly a decade ago were at the time totally failed and stupid, not at, not at all funny, not Wap. at all. Yep, not at all. So, uh wildly insensitive and certainly." riot provocative like I had hoped, but also because they don't reflect the person I am today or have been for some time, end quote. Uh, Gun was originally scheduled to appear at the San Diego Comic Con, but it was cancelled as a result of the news.
1: Yeah, um, about that, I mean, Disney as a company has done some racist shit.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Song of the South, anyone?
1: Oh my god. Um, what was it, Fantasia?
0: Mm-hmm. Is that what you're referring to no, Song of the South was a, it was an unreleased, uh, unofficially uh, unreleased Disney movie. It was from the 40s. It was basically like, the centered on this, uh, this old black actor. I forget his name, but he played like this happy go lucky slave talking to animated creatures. Jesus. Yeah. It's as bad as it sounds. <laughs> uh,
1: okay. Uh, Jim Crow from Dumbo. Yep. And then there was like a Minotaur who looked like a black person in Fantasia. Mm hmm. Uh, there's some other ones. Yeah, y'all ain't that innocent.
0: No, not at all. And I think that um, James Gunn being fired over the tweets he made ten years ago is absolutely bullshit. I and he apologized for them. Yeah,
1: he apologized, and exactly like he he's a different guy. Like just say, just imagine, Jay Z has said that the uh, F word that's derogatory to the LGBTQ. LGBTQ community. Yep, he said that in music, but yet in four in four four four, he's embracing his mother coming out the closet. Yeah, he was a different person back then.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like people like people change, you know, over the years. And it's been like ten years since his tweets. And yeah, like counter arguments have been made, like, well, James Gunn, he was a grown man in his forties of how much. How much change can uh, can he go through at that point? He
1: go through a lot of change, so yeah, was like.
0: yeah, and like and at, and at the time, like and, and and mind you, I think it's so it's so dumb. One of the dumb reasons, w- one of the reasons why it's so dumb that Marvel and Disney fired James Gunn, is because like they knew what type of movies he was making before Guardians of the Galaxy. Like he was into he was part of like the whole trauma, like schlocky horror comedy, uh, movies like Slither, and he also made this movie called Super. You know, which stars Rain Wilson, who, who plays like a, you know, a wannabe superhero in a costume. You, you know what happens to Rain Wilson in that movie? He became Dwight. No. So, well, never well no. Oh, in the movie. I'm scared. In you. the movie, spoiler alert Rain Wilson in Super, directed by James Gunn, he gets raped by Ellen Page. Okay? So, and Disney saw, Disney, uh, Disney obviously saw that and goes, you know what? He'd be a good fit for Guardians of the Galaxy. Here you go. And now they want to fire him over these nonsense okay. tweets politically correct where they had to do damage control but a
1: lot of like a lot of people are like in his defense oh yeah Batista spoke for him uh, I think Chris Pratt has mm-hmm. um host a
0: host of others yeah Zoe Saldana yeah um
1: there's another woman too who's just I'm drawing a blank I'm drawing another blank too but it's like I think I think he can, he'll possibly get his job back cause I think at this point they started mm
0: mm-hmm. well
1: well, no, they got the screenplay, excuse me.
0: Yeah. Um I, I think I, I I think that like like his firing doesn't have anything to do with political correctness so much as it's just um weaponized outrage. Yeah. Because like the, the two people that dug up his stuff are like two right wing trolls that the only reason why they went after Gunn was because he was criticizing Donald Trump on his Twitter feed. And you know, these right wing trolls, they were like, Oh well, you know what, we'll just him. 'em we'll dig up some old tweets and make them look bad. And so that
1: means the podcast is about to get canceled because you hear all this
0: and you read the shit you say about that. Yeah, I, I, I would love to see them try. <laughs> fuck them. You know, fuck right wing trolls. And you know what? It's, it's, and, and you know what? Those, and, and, those, and those two, those two right wing troll motherfuckers who dug up those tweets, they're not innocent because I think, what was it? Cernovich? He, was, he started that whole stupid ass Pizzagate conspiracy. Uh, basically, like he said that he claimed that like Hillary Clinton was running some pedophile ring in some local pizzeria in Washington, <laughs> D.C. No, it sounds. Fu- it,
1: it, that's it, why I'm, I'm like, because yeah, it sounds so ridiculous.
0: Yeah, it sounds so ridiculous. But then but then but then some idiot right wing troll in real life took an AK and went to that pizzeria and shot up the place.
1: Get the. F- wow.
0: Yeah, because he thought it was real. Oh my god, and and, and 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 those and those two right wing troll motherfuckers—they still got jobs. And gun is fired—that's absolute BS. Absolute BS. So I'm sure there's a
1: hashtag going around, like a hashtag rehire gun.
0: Oh yeah, rehire James Gunn. That is a that is. A oh, real is hashtag. it really? Yep. Oh damn. Yeah. Oh. And and you know what? For Disney, you know, not not being loyal to James Gunn after giving him two hits in a row, like if I was Gunn, I'd be like, you know what? Fuck off. I see, I You you show your true colors. So you know what? No, go f- go find somebody else, you know. And, and 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 you know what? I mean, maybe maybe he maybe maybe Gunn would come back because there's money to be made, and of course, there's like a, a sense of family or community among the cast me- cast yeah. members. Hmm. But yeah, like if, if he if he chooses not to come back because of Disney's disloyalty, I wouldn't blame him.
1: He said, "Fuck all of them."
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Kyle agrees with you. Yeah. So, what's next? Buffy the Vampire Slayer to be rebooted. Rebooted with a black lead. Yes, the title role, famously played by Sarah Michelle Gellar in the original series, will now be played by a black actress. No word on who serve as ca- who will be cast as of right now. Monica Owusu-Breen, hopefully I said that right. Yep, will serve as the show's showrun will serve as the showrunner and writer. She previously worked with Josh Whedon on ABC's Agents of Shield. Whedon will serve as executive producer and will co-write the script with
0: Owusu-Breen. Yeah. Have you have you been a uh, have you watched the uh, Buffy? Not really. I wasn't really into it. No, I, I haven't. I did like Angel though. Mm, I know Angel was a spinoff of Buffy, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I've I've never seen an episode, but I want I've wanted to for the longest time. I know they for a number of years. I know the original series was on was on Netflix. I don't think it is anymore.
1: Uh, I could look.
0: Yeah, but um, but hey, you know what? I I dig this. You know, Joss Whedon always puts out good work, and I've heard universal praise for the original show when it was originally on the air. So and I know John Haponic's a big fan of Buffy. So so
1: didn't Josh Whedon do um, half of Justice League?
0: Yeah, he did. Well he took over from Zack Snyder because yeah. of the family tragedy. Tragedy, yeah. Yeah. But um but you know, Josh Josh Whedon, he he had to work with what he was given. So Yeah, yeah okay. That but, in,
1: in his defense. Yeah. Now Buffy's not on uh
0: no, no, no. Netflix it's not anymore. on Netflix. Yeah, they still they took it off. Like what
1: comes up is like Charm, Supernatural, Vampire Diaries. That's going into Supernatural's going into its 14th season.
0: That's still on the air. Yeah. Wow. That's man. That's saying that big ups, man. That's a lot
1: of seasons. Like I thought about watching it, and I was just like,
0: that's a lot of seasons. I oh, don't.
1: Okay. Yeah. I can't do
0: it. Especially if they're like 25, 24, 25 episodes each. It's like no, nah, I'm not doing that. Are they really that much? Oh, I'm not sure. Because oh, you know, I like, got to check. Because you know, like uh. Like, because it, co- it was commonly, thankfully, like most TV shows are like you know a dozen episodes per season, but like you know the cable TV shows, like they go like twenty four, twenty five, yeah,
1: twenty two episodes.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. That's why I didn't. That's, that's why I've lot. never. That's why I've never gotten into the uh, Arrowverse, like Arrow and the Flash, because they're like, th- like twenty three, twenty four episodes per season. I was like, yeah, yeah you have
1: to like watch those like week by week just to. Yeah, that's
0: that's a that's a commitment, but yeah, um, going back to this headline, you know, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'm, I'm looking forward to this, you know, and it's by um, uh, co-written by Joss Whedon, who was the original creator. So I'm looking forward to seeing what him and Monica Breen will bring to the table with this new version. Check. Yeah. yeah, and we got some other news here. Uh, Robert De Niro and Zazie Beetz joined the Joker origin film, starring Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, De Niro will play a talk show host who is somehow instrumental in the Joker's origin. Hmm. And Beats will play a single mother who catches the Joker's eye and is also key to his origin story.
1: Things just gets weirder and weirder every time I hear about it.
0: You know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You know, because I want to see—I want to see what this standalone, non-DCEU Joker film is going to look like. I mean, it's got a good pedigree so far.
1: I well, mean, I'm still going to watch it too, but it's just like—it's just stuff that I can't picture as of right now. Yeah. But then again, you know, sometimes I—I I have been proven wrong before. I couldn't picture Josh Brolin as Cable. Mm-hmm. He knocked it out of the park. Yeah.
0: And racist self. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not racist. I'm not racist. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh man! And I remember, like ten years ago, like like we didn't, we couldn't picture Heath Ledger playing the Joker until we saw The Dark Knight. Yeah, and, I was and like, man, he still holds up. Yeah, still holds
1: up today. Yeah, ten years later, still yeah. the best one out of the trilogy.
0: Absolutely, and uh, and I'm and Walking Phoenix is an excellent actor, so yeah. he's gonna knock it out of the park, and. It's definitely going to be it's automatically better than Jared Leto. That, I'll say that. <laughs> we haven't even seen 1 ounce of footage yet. But yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I think it's coming out next year, next October. All right. And uh last headline here, you, uh, you wanted to take a look at this?
1: Microsoft working on a streaming only console. Yeah. That's I got to sneeze. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. So um, Microsoft's uh, n- uh, next console, uh, the code name for the system is uh, Project Scarlet Cloud, which is a, which, is, which will be a game streaming box slash subscription service that's going to be much cheaper than a traditional Xbox console. And it's going to utilize cloud technologies pr- to provide high quality gaming with little computational power from the box itself. Instead, most of the software will will run externally via streaming as part of a subscription service similar to Netflix or what NVIDIA currently offers with the NVIDIA Shield. And this was reported by Games Radar. Uh, Scarlet Cloud, which is the uh, next official Xbox console, will release in conjunction with the next traditional Xbox successor uh, in 2020. So... Yeah, so 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 in a, so in 2020 we're going to have uh, uh, Scar- project Scarlet, which is the code name for the next official Xbox traditional Xbox console mm-hmm. and Scarlet Cloud is going to be like the strictly streaming version of that. So what do you think what do you think about that that concept of a streaming only console? That sucks.
1: Yeah. Like people like having being able to play games and stream on an only one console. mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, and, like, like actually collect the hard copies of games. Like yeah, discs. like,
1: yeah. They're, just, they're just trying to get more money out of us. And not to mention, a lot of people say, oh, my Xbox, that's just a Netflix box. <laughs> from what I hear, from what I heard. I'm a PlayStation guy, so.
0: Yeah. And, uh, I mean, on the one hand, like, I can see the usefulness of a streaming-only console, um, but uh, I mean, especially, like, Especially like if it's like Netflix, where you like if you pay a subscription fee, and like you can actually try out different games at once instead of having to like buy games and whatnot, um, and trade trade it back at GameStop for like one third the price. Uh, but at the same time, it's like there's not a sense of ownership there. It's yeah. like you're just you're just subscribing to a whole bunch of data, and it's like oh, and you don't really have a game collection. It's like oh, I played this game, that game, this game, but. And then, and then, plus streaming, you know, the quality is going to be compromised. because it depends on bandwidth, and what happens if there's lag, or if your power goes out, or rather, if your internet goes out, it's like, oh, great. Well, I, I guess I'll just, I'm just, I'll let this box collect collect dust right now, yep. or you, or use it as a doorstop, you know. But, but you know what, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that, um, the a, a streaming streaming versions of future consoles might be practical or might be reasonable. But I hope that. That's not going to be the industry trend moving forward. Whereas- I hope
1: not too, because like, yeah. I don't know, I'd just rather have it all in one.
0: Mm. Yeah, like like streaming, have an actual disc drive, you know, like a regular console.
1: Yeah, it's just a regular, yeah, a regular console. Mm. Like what we have, it's not broken. Yeah, you're trying to fix something that's not broke.
0: I agree. Yeah, it's like you know, it's trying to reinvent the wheel, kind of. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, we'll 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 see what uh, what the ne- what the future holds for this and the uh, the next generation of consoles. Um, but uh, yeah, we got some San Diego Comic Con twenty eighteen highlights coming at you.
1: One day I will go.
0: Man, so you gonna take that pl- plane ride three thousand miles across? Why
1: the fuck not? It's a damn vacation. It is, but I mean, you go there and it's just you're just in your nerd haven and then you get like exclusive like trailers like you're there in the moment which is I mean like you're just you're just there I enjoy going to comic cons um yeah. I will be at I'll be representing us in New York comic con this coming
0: October mm-hmm.
1: and he said look, Paul I'll stick to my PS4 on Roku <laughs> hey
0: that, that's smart um but um and uh yeah we got some trailers that uh, dropped that yeah. comic-con as well so yeah. we'll go th- we'll go through a handful of them um first one is uh the uh, fantastic beasts the crimes of grindelwald which is the sequel to fantastic beasts and where to find them the harry potter prequel series that's what that
1: is that's what that is um my thought is this i never seen the first fantastic beast
0: mm-hmm. neither. or
1: neither harry potter film i get cussed out for that all the time
0: yeah shame I just never got into it. Sorry, shame.
1: But Johnny Depp coming into the mix, yep, that's gonna give that franchise like some more like cloud. I like. I mean, I'm sure Fantas- fantastic. Fantastic. least the first one did pretty well, right? It did. And there's Johnny Depp will be that franchise Viagra.
0: <laughs> well, uh, not quite because of the controversy of him uh, by his, um, I believe, his ex-wife Amber Heard, who was also at Comic Con. You know, there were allegations that she made against Depp being a wife beater and Depp Depp's image has taken a significant, somewhat significant hit. So um so there are a lot of fans who object to his being in the next Fantastic Beast film. Some mm-hmm. are like trying to like I guess hashtag cancel Fantastic Beast or cancel Depp or whatever. Well, I
1: mean I think his performance will probably speak for itself. Mm-hmm. He'll probably just do such a good performance that
0: like everybody'll just forget about it. Well, I, I hope so. I mean, because I, I, do, I do. Johnny like, Depp's
1: an amazing actor.
0: He is. Um, he's made not so amazing choices as far as roles go in the last.
1: You better not. I was gonna say. You better not say Edward Scissorhands. No, no, no.
0: Edward Scissorhands was great. Okay. I'm talking about this like is, I, this has a hard sharp <laughs> edge. <laughs> I'm talking about like the last like fifteen, almost like last twenty years. Like a Blow. lot of, What what? Blow. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not talking about his good movies. Like a lot of a lot of choices he made. Like forget Bl- Blow was great, but okay. like Where's a lot of choices he made. Like Lone Ranger, okay, uh, understandable. Pirates of the Caribbean sequels, uh, Char- Charlie and the Chocolate Factory.
1: Okay, all right, you made your point.
0: Yeah, Black Mass was good, though. I'll give him that. But yeah, it's like with Johnny Depp. I started like, watching
1: that, book. But that I was really like getting caught I really got yeah. caught up to the character.
0: Yeah. But yeah, with with Johnny Depp, like the last twenty years it's like he's never met a ma he's never seen a makeup kit he didn't like. So like a lot of his roles are just like caked in makeup, just outlandish roles that it's like what are you doing? You're clearly slumming it.
1: You know what's crazy? Sometimes I tend to forget what Johnny Depp looks like. <laughs> <laughs> he does so many makeup roles. Pretty much. But you know what? We really we don't have no other actor like that in this right now
0: Mm, that that takes that just like goes for outlandish roles like
1: that not even just go off outlandish roles but he'll like sometimes you forget that that's him Mm -hmm. like when he played um whitey bulger in black mass oh yeah i did i tend to forget that was him yeah he, he embodied george jung
0: yes he did yep in blow with a that was such a good movie yeah, his uh, his character's mom was such a douche.
1: She, oh, she was a bitch. Just say it. Just flat out say
0: it. Straight up snitching on him to the cops.
1: Yeah, just.
0: Yeah, but God, that,
1: such a good movie. It is,
0: and, and and the first Pirates of the Caribbean is still a fun. Well, they kept that film.
1: going because that was a cash cow, so they're gonna keep that going. It still has its loyal fan base. I do like what he does. He goes to he gets into Jack Sparrow his full Jack Sparrow gear and he visits children's hospitals.
0: Oh yeah, that's that's what's up. And he was also he also showed up at Comic Con San Diego Comic Con in full character as mm-hmm. his character from um uh Crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. So I thought that was I thought that was pretty cool, you know. He just
1: enjoy I guess he enjoys the whole makeup thing because it's like he can he he has a crazy imagination. Mm-hmm. He just like he can just go full in and just Turn into a complete different person.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, you know, you know, Johnny Depp, he has yet to win an, an Oscar. Really? Yeah.
1: I think he earned it. I think he earned it. Yeah. Why does it take the Academy forever just to give people Oscars? Like it took Leonardo DiCaprio forever.
0: Yeah, I think it's a combination of um, just like better roles or better, yeah, better acting roles at, at, at that time in, the, in a given year, or just like maybe a bit of politics as well. It's like some combination of the two.
1: Because oh, there's like there's a few good ones that never got an Oscar. Like.
0: Mm. Morgan Freeman have one? Yeah, he does. A Million Dollar Baby.
1: Um, Denzel has two. Yep. Uh, Angela
0: Bassett. Nah. She was nominated for What's Love Got to Do With It.
1: Got to do it. <laughs> Can't help it. Yeah. All right, let's go. Let's move on to the next. Trailer. We can talk forever on this. Oh one. yeah.
0: So we got the next trailer here, which surprisingly looks good, and it's um, Aquaman starring uh not Roman Reigns, <laughs> Jason Momoa.
1: Two words. Underwater Wakanda.
0: That's a that's app description. That's an app description. I like that. There it is. There it is. Yeah, you know what? I I like I like um I like uh what but James Wan, the director of this is bringing to the table, it's a very vibrant for DCEU film. Um besides Wonder Woman, all the other DCEU films are shot with no light. Okay. Um
1: I think from what we got in the trailers, it's literally going to be it's going to be Black Panther or Lion King.
0: Yeah, Oh, like the same like plot structure yeah. as those two films. You know what? Well, then again, yeah, his brother is a king, and then he. Hmm. There might be might be some elements, but as we said, it's not what you do; it's how you do it. So I like. I, I really, I really like the the vibrant colors, like the the creature and set design of the underwater the underwater creatures in the world of Atlantis.
1: If he has a genius sister, I'm done.
0: Yeah, that would that would be oh, it's way too on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> it would. Oh, um, not to mention, Sherry's getting her own comic line. Oh, I heard about coming that. coming
1: out in December.
0: Nice. That's gonna be dope. Yeah. Um, I like the look of uh, Black Manta, the the main villain.
1: Uh, I have released a picture of that not too long ago.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it, it actually it actually looks dope. And you know what? This, you know what? If they play their cards right, this might be uh, d- the DCEU's second good film in their catalog right after Wonder Woman or third because Wonder Woman 1984. they really
1: just say not enough black people? For- <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. But, uh. But you know what, I I'm looking forward to it. Um, although my only my only bit of skepticism is that uh I'm not I'm not quite too taken with uh, Jason Momoa's dude bro approach to Aquaman. Because I don't imagine Aquaman as a dude bro. Uh I don't know. It's, it's just something think, that so women is
1: just gonna it, it's gonna make money like it's first like week and then that'll be it. Yeah. I think it's something that's gonna be hyped well, looks good so far. Mm-hmm. It's gonna make a shit ton of money because women are attracted to Jason Momoa. Yep. But then it's gonna we're gonna get a shit product.
0: No well okay now now. Uh I am going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play fair here. I'm going to say I'm going to say Aquaman might be DCEU's second good movie. So John can have two movies he can latch onto. So <laughs> So I, I think I think our friend John Hight needs to win badly. So I'm hoping so I'm hoping that Aquaman is good so we can have something to 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 champion, you know.
1: Paul says, "Isn't the DCEU dead? Isn't it now the worlds of DC?" <laughs> uh, is it? Is that is that what they call it in the movie line? DC ain't on my radar. I mean listen <laughs>
0: listen, I, I'm I'll, oh, it is like, I, like I'll tell you, like, their their comics, they're like DC is killing it with their comics. Like
1: Marvel's doing their thing too though. They, yeah. I
0: respect to Marvel. But like D C EU, like you can you can throw a stone and you'll hit like you'll hit like a great series worth following. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying. So I and I really want to get into Aquaman and Aquaman's comics as well. So you know what? I'm looking forward to it. And um and Amber Heard as Mera, hey, looks like a great, strong uh, female lead as well. And speaking of comic books, we have another one coming out um, April, April 2019. Oh, and by the way, um, going back, uh, Fantastic Beast, The Crimes of Grindelwald, it comes out November 16th of this year. Right. Aquaman comes out December 21st of this year. And in April 2019, we've got Shazam, another DC comic film, which is not part of the DCEU. Oh, it's not? Uh, no, it isn't.
1: 'cause I looked at it, I was like, this ain't gonna fit into the d c e u but then again they need anything. you know what's crazy? Mm-hmm. Shazam possibly probably will get like some good reviews, and then all of a sudden they will just like, Oh my God, we actually got a good one. Let's put it in the somehow, some awesome way.
0: oh my gosh, and then they' make them all like grim dark like a, nah, it's possible.
1: I'm just still like I'm still gonna see it regardless, but I'm just like, so how did he get his powers? He just um, Happened to go on a subway train Somebody Some weird creepy old dude Just say say my name And all of a sudden he has powers
0: Basically according yeah. to the trailer oh, Jesus Christ. I mean well g- granted The character itself is like Old school comic book cheese Like where he's a, he's a young kid He's a young boy teenager And when he says Shazam he becomes a fully grown ass man Played by uh, Zachary Levi I believe
1: Anything he's ever been in before?
0: Uh, he was in that show Chuck. Um, yeah, it, it, it was a it was a somewhat popular show, but um, but I I like it. I like what I see so far. It looks it looks fun. It looks like something that uh, that you 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 can play a lot with play around with that premise. It's basically like like Tom Hanks that movie with Tom Big. Hanks Big. Yeah, I've heard he, I've heard that as a. Yeah. A, a, as yeah. a superhero.
1: Paul Azola, pa, DC's version
0: of Big. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to like their DC's take on that movie, which is a classic by the way.
1: I will see it. I will see it. Yeah. I will go see it.
0: And and as we all as comic book fans know, Shazam is the original Captain Marvel. It is. Yeah. So uh so, you know, if DC plays their cards right, that might be what one, two, three good DC movies that uh, John can latch onto, like post uh you know, Aquaman. Yeah, yeah, Aquaman. So like, so but
1: that's f- still a big if.
0: It's a big if because because at the same time, I was getting I was getting some strong, well, some rather strong Green Lantern vibes, as in the movie with Ryan Reynolds, kinda a little bit. So. Standable. So, because um, cause remember when when Green Lantern came out when when the trailers came out, I'm like, okay, this looks this looks like it could be poten- it could be potentially fun. Then it was a complete trash fire. report.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: t- yeah, so Billy
1: so, Shazam was chosen for his misfortune.
0: Oh, okay, for his misfortune, um, what starring in a DC EU movie? Burn, <laughs> boom. <laughs> 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 Oh man, oh, it was right there. Thank you, John, for that uh, layup. Um, <laughs> yeah, I hate that was. But um, but you know what? I'm looking, but f- I'm actually looking forward to it. Um, it looks like a fun, fun movie. Uh, and you know, DC, DC does need more fun movies under their under their belt. And um, you know, it could it could be a big surprise. It could be just as, it could be just as fun as a Marvel Cinematic Universe film. It could have that charm.
1: I just had to look back on i5. Um, I don't know. We shall see. Yeah. We shall see.
0: Yep. So Shazam coming at you April twenty nineteen. Tim may just get movie pass and just be like, fuck it. I don't know if I want to pay for thirteen dollars to see it. Hey, movie pass is worth it, man. Uh, uh I'm, t- I'm telling you like nine ninety five a month, man. Twenty dollars twenty initially, right? Um, I think now I think I could move it past. Sometimes they change their uh, policies for new subscribers, so yeah. it, it might be nine ninety five again. But any, but anyway, um, we got we got another trailer here as well. Uh, Godzilla, king of the monsters, coming out May thirty first of next year.
1: Millie Bobby Brown's doing a thing.
0: Yes, yeah, she is.
1: I think she. I think he's fighting. Like, I think Godzilla's gonna be fighting like three monsters.
0: Yeah, I think one of which is Mothra.
1: I think so. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and there was like a three headed uh Hydra. Um, you know, have you have you seen the the Godzilla film that came yeah, out in 2014? I did. What did you think of that? I enjoyed it. Yeah. Was it I mean cuz like I cause one big criticism I heard of that film, the 2014 Godzilla was that it was a monster movie that was ashamed of being a monster movie because like basically every time like you saw Godzilla fighting, it was always on the TV in the background, it just focused on the human characters.
1: It was more focused on the human characters. Yeah. But I think yeah, I mean I think, but I think I heard that this is actually a setup for uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. Oh, because
0: oh, yeah, I because I, I think Kong Skull Island was was, was going to be part of that universe. Yeah, I heard about that too. Yeah, so I looked at the trailer and you know what? Hopefully, hopefully <laughs> it'll be more monsters, less human drama. Because people came to see monsters right. throw down, you know. And um, but it was
1: a decent. It was a decent story though. Mm-hmm. It, it was a decent story that did tie that did have to do with the monsters but was, yeah but it was still rather enjoyable and they said that that was this is the biggest godzilla like ever
0: oh like in Term- like the
1: past like last godzilla and this one it was like like they took um i read this article like a, like years ago when the first when the last godzilla came out yeah. and they said yeah it's the biggest one they took all the godzillas from like each movie that came out, including the one with Matthew Broderick, mm-hmm. that oh, God. <laughs> that Diddy did a song for. Come with me.
0: <laughs> yeah, and Buster Rhymes was in it too. No, it was it, no Billy Page. It
1: was a rock. It was a rock song.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to remember yeah. that video. Mm-hmm.
1: And it was yeah. ba- Godzilla was basically like a lizard. Yeah. Well, Godzilla is a lizard, but like yeah. it looked like a raptor. Yeah just yeah. a bigger raptor. Mm-hmm. I got to find that song. Hold on.
0: But go ahead, keep going. But yeah, you know, it, it does it does look it does look interesting, King of the Monsters. And um I still haven't seen the original uh well, quote unquote original the 2014 version. Mm, watch it. But I'll, I'll 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 check that out at some point in preparation for this film. And um you know, I I will I will say like uh the whole monster the whole like gigantic monster uh genre has made a little bit of a somewhat of a resurgence in recent years starting with the pacific rim films i heard the second one was garbage uh, me too I, I didn't even bother with the second me one and you. the first pacific rim though it's it's worth watching once like it's just a fun disposable film and nothing more yep, see, you know,
1: hopefully it won't be as bad as the early
0: 2000s cars so. oh god man yeah no and also, um, you know, the original Godzilla film, the Japanese one from 1954, that's a part of the Criterion Collection. Is it? Yeah. You know, I, you know, since Barnes and Noble's Criterion there film, we go, I still get it. <laughs> that guitar riff was badass, though.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because all I can do is just laugh at this point.
0: Yeah, that's.
1: Jimmy Page, that was his name.
0: Yeah. Oh, man, that movie was trash. It was. Mm-mm-mm. It was. That late 90s CG is terrible, dude. Yeah, it, it doesn't age well. Mm-mm.
1: It doesn't age well. Mortal Kombat doesn't age well at all as far as like CGI-wise, but it's still like enjoyable. The first
0: one. Yeah, the first one.
1: Let, let, me, be, let me be specific.
0: Yeah. The first one. Yeah, An- Annihilation, we don't talk about that one. We do not. Mm-mm. Um, Got a... We also have another trailer here, which I think you can speak more to, and it's uh, The Walking Dead season nine. God, end the show already!
1: Yeah, yeah, because it's like, I mean, Andrew Link is leaving. Should give you a sign. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I will still watch. I'm still gonna watch it because I'm. I made it this far. I made it this far. I gotta
0: see it through. Do you really though? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's like the su- the sunk cost fallacy, you know, basically where where you've spent so much time in in this case, like you spent so much time watching a show, even though it became trash like three seasons ago, because of because of all the time sp- you you already spent watching the show, you feel the need that you have to finish it. So that's like an example of the sunk cost fallacy. Yeah,
1: and that's what it is. I still what's Katie. <laughs> that's my homegirl Katie
0: from work. Okay, welcome to the show. <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, you, you, it's okay to let go, man. I know.
1: T- trust me, I know it is, but it's like, I just got to see it through. It's like now Negan's captured and stuff. I was just like, mm-hmm. and they had like an interesting conversation, and then the world just falls apart again. Their world falls apart. It's like a little Civil War thing going on, so mm-hmm. eh, let's see what it's about. Yeah,
0: you Just can tough
1: it. I'm. Yeah, I'll, I'll represent for the both of us and tough it out.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's all you, man. And uh, Rick Grimes, he has the gray beard going. Yeah. Okay. So looks like this this season will take place some years after last one, or is probably that like a few months. A Few months. I would to say
1: it's gonna be right after, but.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and is uh is Daryl still in it? Yep. Okay, so I'm guessing he's gonna be like the new head, the new lead character
1: what it looks like, it's going to be Maggie, but then Maggie's leaving too, right?
0: Yeah, she is. Yeah. This could be it, though. Yeah, I mean, this the show's gone on too long, man. It's nine like... It's years. Nine, nine years. Nine years.
1: We watched Carl grow up.
0: Yeah, he, he... We watched
1: Judith grow up for half of it. She actually looks like... Um, she don't even look at her age because <laughs> Judith's been a baby for like the past seven years.
0: Wait, are they pulling a Nikki from Fresh Prince with Judith? <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> kind of say so. <laughs> where she, where like, where like she was like like an, an infant in the in lo- one season, and then she's like five in the next. <laughs> oh man! But you know, Walking Dead, it's it's like it's the Undertaker of sh- of TV no, shows. No, no, shut up, know? shut it's, up! It's, it's been around too long. Nope. Two hip nope. replacements. No, nope. you know he can't nope. walk to the ring. He can walk just fine to the ring. Uh, yeah, it takes like ten minutes though.
1: It's his entrance. He walks slow. Do you want to? No, we're not going to see a fast-paced walking Undertaker. Well, does it doesn't fit the song. It won't fit.
0: He can get one of those like elderly scooters. No, he's just, not like, going to do that. Just like motor it onto the ring. He's
1: not going to do that.
0: You know, have his little life alert bracelet. He did. All,
1: and he first of all, he did all right against Rusev at the Greatest Royal
0: Rumble. No, from what I under- from what I heard, he did. You didn't watch the greatest promo? I didn't watch that match. Oh. Yeah, I just like skipped around. Um, but yeah, Walking Dead season nine. Um, if you're still if you're still one of those fans hanging on, then I salute you. If you're like me and and, and left the train a long time ago, you're not missing anything.
1: Not really. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest with you, you're really not. Yeah. Um, Glass. <laughs> coming yes. out January nine, January 18 2019.
0: Go ahead, Vic. Yo, Glass, it's the uh, it's now the it's actually the it's the third part of the Unbreakable trilogy. Like first we had Unbreakable back in 2000 with Bruce Willis and mm-hmm. Samuel L. Jackson, which is my favorite M Night Shyamalan film still. Then you had Split, which came out in 2017 with James, James McAvoy. God. And now you have the sequel and the third part of that trilogy called Glass which is named after Samuel L. Jackson's character, Mr. Glass. And this trailer looks fantastic. It does. Like, I'm really looking forward to this movie. And you know what? Big big ups to, to M. Night Shyamalan for making good movies again consistently. You know what's crazy? Out
1: of all the trailers mm-hmm. that premiered at San Diego Comic-Con, Yeah. this one had the longest line. It did? Yeah.
0: Wow. I I can see why. Like, this movie, it has a... Uh, all three characters: uh, James McAvoy, uh, Bruce Willis, and Samuel L. Jackson. And apparently, they seem to be patients at this um, mental hospital. Mm-hmm. And Sarah Paulson plays this uh, psychologist. Who, yeah, Sarah Paulson, like she plays a psychologist who's who specializes in um, people who believe that they're superheroes or supervillains or they have superpowers. So she's trying to convince David Dunn, Bruce Willis's character, as well as McAvoy and, and, and Samuel L. Jackson, that. That they're not that their powers or abilities, quote unquote, are not real. That it's all in their head. And I'm very interested in seeing how how Bruce Willis's character ended up in that mental asylum. Like what happened to him in between uh, Unbreakable and and Glass, because that's like a tw- that's a 20 year gap worth of stories right there. Um, because because Unbreakable came on 2000. Mm. So I'm I want to see like how he got from that point to to now. And Samuel L. Jackson, like apparently he's still kind of a scheming, Machiavellian type villain. And apparently he looks it looks like, according to the trailer, it looks like he has—he's trying to strike up some kind of alliance with uh, James Mac- McAvoy's split personality character. So, and and plus you have Anya Anya Taylor Joy, who was also in Split, who was the main character. She's going to factor into Glass somehow. So, this looks like a fantastic trailer, like a fantastic bit of storytelling, and. Yo, if if this either wraps up or continues the the story, the story storyline from Unbreakable and Split into future films, hey, I'm all for it.
1: Now, they're antagonists, though, right? The main characters are antagonists.
0: Yeah, uh, James McAvoy's character and uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, Mr. Glass and uh, I forget the name of McAvoy's character. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they're both villains.
1: So, yeah. They're villains. So, so that means Bruce Willis's character would be the... The hero. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah.
1: And Lenora Moore says, I still don't forgive him for Avatar.
0: Yeah, I, I don't blame you. Avatar, The Last Airbender. The um, Last Airbender. Or, yeah. yeah, The Last Airbender, which was, M, in my view, M. Night Shyamalan's dirt worst movie. Um, Signs? No, oh, no, no, no. Signs is like a masterpiece compared to Last Airbender. Like, Like... Like uh, like last Airbender, if you if you're a fan of Avatar: The Last Airbender, like the Last Airbender movie is offensive. It offended <laughs> me, okay. It offended me to my core.
1: What's going on, Brian?
0: Um, hey, welcome, Brian. Uh, science Science was a good movie until you real- realize that the twist is so stupid it it undoes the whole narrative. Like you remember the aliens? Their weakness is water. <laughs> what the fuck? What like even even one drop of water? It's like burns like acid. Then how 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 could they land on our planet? <laughs> and there's moisture in the air, so they'd be dead as soon as they get off the ship. Uh, yeah, you're, not, you're
1: gonna you're gonna get mad. You're gonna yeah, get mad. Let's move on.
0: Yeah, but but glass. I'm really looking forward to this film. And also, if you're looking for another good M Night Shyamalan film that came out recently in recent years, check out uh, 2015's film The Visit. The Visit is a is a is a good. Uh, horror film.
1: Okay, and John Ponic says, supposedly they stated Kevin Crumb, which is uh, from Split, Yeah, was an, abusive, was an abusive kid seen briefly at the stadium in Unbreakable, which links to films. Hmm.
0: Hey, yeah, thank you for that, John. That might be inter- That might be an interesting uh, wrinkle. Shout-outs to
1: Lenore for watching it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Glass uh, comes out um, January 18, 2019. That's one I'm looking forward to for sure.
1: Um, the Star Trek Discovery trailer like, actually looks good.
0: It does. And you know what? I wanted to watch season one, but it's only on CBS, CBS All well, Access. Yeah.
1: so it's, it's, like a, it's like the best show that nobody's watching. Yeah. I don't know. Nobody who has CBS All Access.
0: Yeah. And I think it's a paid subscription service, right? Yeah. 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 So. Gotta
1: uh, get on that Hulu. Gotta get on Hulu. I think Hulu, CBS has stuff on
0: Hulu. Yeah, they have some, show, some shows on some shows on Hulu, so hopefully, eventually, they'll release season one, at least, on Hulu. Thank you.
1: Okay.
0: And the way they use...
1: Oh, what's that Lenny Kravitz song in the trailer?
0: Did you watch the trailer? Um, I didn't get to watch the trailer. I only saw, like, screenshots.
1: Check out the trailer. There's a Lenny Kravitz scene that... Oh, Fly Away.
0: Fly Away, okay. Yeah, it
1: fits perfectly in the trailer, so, I mean, they did such a good job, and I'm just like, this is probably the best show in... It's literally is probably the best show that nobody's watching.
0: Mm. Yeah, from what I from what I hear, and also like Sneeko Martin Green, she is doing her thing. She is. Yeah, Walking Dead. And this show. Yep. I like
1: seeing people. Is it? And I think um, she played Marjorie Tyrell in um, in Game of Thrones.
0: No, 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 no. That's uh, that's that's another actress.
1: Okay, it looked a lot like her for a sec, so.
0: Yeah, so, um so yeah, Star Trek Discovery that's coming out early 20, 2019 on CBS All Access. Um, and there was also another trailer as well that dropped. It's coming out September 7th on Netflix. It stars, uh, Kung Fu Hipster Man. I knew he
1: was going Um, the, uh, the
0: martial arts. All uh, right, it's Iron Fist. The Just... martial arts gentrifier, uh, Iron Fist, Danny Rand. Why is he still around? Apparently, uh, you enjoyed him in Luke Cage, so I don't want to hear it. In, in that one episode.
1: Okay. And another thing, too, because I literally... You know how sometimes, like, you, you we had our episodes, mm-hmm. and then you're like, damn, I wish I could have said that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Quick Easter egg. What was that? From Luke Cage season two. Yeah. What's that? You know, um, Luke Cage was, reason, was reading a Between the World and Me by Ta-Nehisi Coates in that show.
0: I noticed that. Okay. Yeah. I did notice that.
1: Like, as I was watching, I'm like, oh, shit, I got it right there.
0: Yeah. But yeah, you know, it it was a fifty, it was a sixty second trailer, just um, him fighting some dudes in an alley, back alley. Um, his glowy, his fist is still glowy, and you know he does the Roman Reigns thing, but uh, <laughs> except he does it better. The fist cock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the fist cock. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: But um, but I will say this. Like I said, the fight coordinator for Iron Fist mm-hmm. is actually the same one from Black
0: Panther. Oh, okay, okay. That's nice. an improvement.
1: That's imp- Danny Rand <sighs> is the worst. Danny Rand is the worst. He redeemed himself in Lu- in season two of Luke Cage. My well, sentiments is-
0: I'm gonna say because like I I I could only stomach three episodes of the first season of Iron Fist. Understandable. So, I'm g- I will give Iron Fist season two a chance. I mean, and and there's reason to be optimistic because there's a, there's a new showrunner, um, M. Raven Metzner. Uh, she's the uh, the new showrunner. Um, I think I think uh, Metzner did a Sleepy Hollow uh, a show okay. on Fox, and uh, Alice Eve, actress from Star Trek Into Darkness, she plays the main villain Typhoid Mary, which uh, hear which was a a popular villain in the Daredevil Daredevil thing, yeah. yeah comic series. So there's 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 some elements there, is and of course I think Misty Knight's gonna make an appearance.
1: Yeah, I love it when they all the characters to, like tie in together.
0: Yeah, I just think it's so dope. It is. It is. And That's um, when
1: Colleen Wing and Misty Night yeah, had their of, little daughters of the Dragon
0: moment. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Iron Fist season two, September seventh. Um, I'm I'm hoping it's a major improvement on the first season because the first season was absolute uh hot garbage on a platter. It was a it was a landfill inferno. Um it was a Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar match. It was it was it was unwatchable basically. So
1: yeah, hopefully. Uh, Animus.
0: Animus, yeah. So, what would you say was better,
1: Iron Fist or Inhumans? And you have to choose one.
0: Why you gotta make me choose, man? Because you gotta. It's like choosing between um, getting punched with brass knuckles or getting kicked in the balls with an iron with an iron boot, steel toe boot. Yeah, steel toe boot, man. Iron Fist. Barely, <laughs> just, just barely. Because Inhumans was
1: awful. I, I went to IMAX to see the first two episodes, and I'm just like, yeah.
0: Appetence.
1: I, I was hoping for something good because um, Ramsey Bolton was in it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Although, I think you could make a show with that dog. Lockjaw? Yeah. I think Lockjaw, Lockjaw could have his own, his own show.
1: He doesn't talk. Speaking of hot garbage, have you brought up DC streaming Teen Titans? Speaking of what, we Ooh. didn't even bring this
0: up, John upon it.
1: Thank <laughs> you for reminding us.
0: Oh, is he talking about that Um, that the t- Titans
1: trailer that came out last week?
0: Oh, yeah, which was defined Fuck by Man. two words. Yep. Fuck Batman. Yeah, I was like, done. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Okay. Where do we begin like okay, in fairness it it may have it may have potential to be good or at least watchable, but taking titans to that grim dark edge lord place really fuck batman that that's 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 what you're bringing up to the to the to the table that beast boy isn't even green no, he's not did you see starfire oh
1: a, a little, honestly uh, if somebody said that this was fan made, mm-hmm. then people would expect they would accept it much better. Y- this is know? from a studio that got
0: money. Yo, thank you. Yo. And it
1: was literally mm-hmm. cosplayers. Basically. I've seen better cosplayers.
0: Yo, it did it. It. Thank you, man. That was on the tip of my tongue. Like this Titans trailer, it had the the look and feel of a fan made YouTube video. It did. It Yo. did,
1: but even then like some better ones the, remember the Metroid one we reviewed like two years ago
0: oh yeah I think it was like the Sky Calls or something, something like that that, that yeah. was even better that like, was like it, it
1: probably was it looked just like that but that was fan made
0: yeah and that looks professional
1: <laughs> exactly and it's and it's coming from a studio with money John damn
0: <laughs> I'm gonna be a knock shit over. John Haponic, give it up <laughs> even see if John Haponic doesn't like this a DC property like Titans then you know you're in trouble yeah <laughs> um, I want
1: to hear the excuse leave starfire alone I could see your points
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's it's, it's definitely the I, I still think it's it's a rather boneheaded direction to take you don't you don't have to include profanity in this in this series um no, no, no. it's a desperate it 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 it,
1: it 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 makes them look desperate. It's it, like, oh my god, like we need to add swearing because we need to do something.
0: Yeah. And then they're gonna have a scene of like Beast Boy and Starfire banging just cuz.
1: That's just that's just weird. Oh wrestling fantasy welfare is not even that not even that thirsty for that.
0: Nah, you, you guys are you guys are plenty thirsty. Oh my that.
1: god, that threat.
0: Y'all shame. Shame the shame bell rings for y'all on wrestling fantasy warfare, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'll tell you what's doing Teen Titans right. This uh, Teen Titans go to the movies,
1: even then, I think they were reaching for a bit when Deathstroke showed up. He goes, You're Deadpool, say something weird to the camera. I'm like,
0: yeah, Kind of reaching, uh, it's gotten good reviews though, it's gotten very good reviews. Kids are gonna see it. it's made for kids, like, like it's made for kids, but it, there's also a, n- a bit of charm for adults as well.
1: They have to. Pa- parents are taking their kids to see it.
0: But you know that aside, you know I know I know the the Titans cart animated series was pretty popular as well.
1: Yeah, because kids watch it.
0: Yeah, and plus it was better written than the DCEU movies. Um, so I think. <laughs> so there's that.
1: But it was a good point. Fuck Batman.
0: <laughs> Fuck.
1: And he tried to man. say it with some bass in his voice too. <laughs> yeah, he
0: he sounded like he sounded like a twelve year old trying to sound grown. Yeah. Yeah, I can sound edgy. He
1: he tried. It was the worst Michael Keaton impression I have ever heard in my life. Fuck Batman. Yeah, tell me, DC. Don't go chasing waterfalls.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you bleed? You will. Remember that from Batman vs Superman? Jesus
1: Christ! I try not to remember that movie <laughs> as much as possible. Oh God. But I will need it. Need to.
0: Remember it for our debate. Oh yes, oh yes, coming soon. And uh, we got some yes. other uh, got some other headlines here that we'll run through as well. Moving mm-hmm. away from trailers, uh, Nicole Maines joins Supergirl, the TV series, as TV's first transgender superhero. Uh, Nicole Maines will be, will be playing Nia Nal in the show's fourth season, which debuts October fourteenth. I dig this. You know, LGBTQ breaking new ground in a superhero genre and Supergirl's got some pretty good uh pretty good fan base
1: it does so i mean hey do you
0: yeah i like it and and speak and speaking of you know uh the transgender community uh making making waves in tv like i said carl you got to check out pose <laughs> t- why did i see it
1: on the, the on like the tv guide while i was at work and i'm just like Fucking
0: Victor, <laughs> just. I love that show, man. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yes, ten, 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 ten. Because you know the 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 balls and the judges have to you know give their scores. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> but um, but yeah. Um, also another superhero movie news. <laughs> uh, we got uh, uh some two new cast additions to the upcoming animated film Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, Nicholas Cage will be playing Spider-Man Noir, and uh, John Mulvaney will be playing Spider-Ham. I don't know what Spider-Man Ham is. Is, is it a pig in a Spider-Man costume? Yeah. Oh, m- m- that's money right there. Um, they, uh, Nicholas Cage and, and John Mulvaney joined the three already confirmed actors in this film, uh, Shamik Moore, who plays Miles Morales, uh, Jake Johnson, who plays Peter Parker, and Haley Steinfeld, who plays Gwen Stacy. Why
1: is that name, Haley Steinfeld, sound so familiar?
0: Uh, she was in True Grit, not, yeah, True Grit, the 2010 uh, uh, remake by That's the Coen it. Brothers. Didn't see it. And she was in oh man. I know she was in something that I saw re- relatively recently. I, I just can't think of it off the top of my head.
1: But
0: and uh, uh John says pose is dope. Yes it is. Thank you. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Kyle <laughs> says,
0: Carl, no monster. What the,
1: what is this world covered to?
0: I didn't work it overnight last night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The monster
1: was early this morning. That's my energy drinks are my coffee.
0: Yes, they are. It's bad. And John Hoponic says, Spider-Man was awesome. I own an issue from way back in the day. Closet Marvel fan. Yep. Oh, that's right. Thank you, John. Edge of 17. That's what uh, Haile Steinfeld was in recently uh, from 2016, Edge of 17. That was a good movie with uh, Woody Harrelson as well. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, also, we have a confirmed – the The main villain for Venom has been confirmed. Um. Uh, Tom Hardy, Riz Ahmed, and director Ruben Fleischer showed unfinished visual effects footage of their character at San Diego Comic Con, and uh, they showed unfinished uh, VFX footage of the character known as Riot, a parasite who can leap from person to person. So it sounds like another symbiote.
1: Yeah, yeah, I heard there's gonna be another one in there, and then possibly, it's still seeing Carnage might show up. Hey, I'm down. Oh, man, I will freaking lose my shit if I see Carnage in there. Yeah, Max. And I'm- And just and I'm talking about real carnage, not what nothing watered down. Like I wanna see this motherfucker
0: crazy. Yeah. Tearing shit up, tearing people up. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe perhaps a possible maximum carnage film. Just R rated, because this Venom is R rated, so
1: do I scream.
0: Hey, I'm down I'm down for it. And Tom Hardy's a great actor too, so you know, I'm looking forward to this. Even though the trailers they're they're not they don't quite get my I heard there was ground.
1: actually excl there was actually like an exclusive like trailer that was shown at San Diego Comic Con that yep. nobody was allowed to like.
0: Oh to actually like film or film, film or whatever, yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So we probably won't get that trailer for like another month or so. Maybe when I go to New York.
0: Yeah, hey, hey, man. let me know. Uh Venom Venom comes out in October, so we'll definitely review that when the time comes. Um, also Disney is bringing back the Star Wars Clone Wars TV series
1: shout outs to Maurice he watched that heavily
0: yeah and I heard that's a good show I I actually do want to watch that at some point Uh, the show will will return with 12 new episodes on Disney's upcoming streaming service uh, next year so hey new Clone Wars content I know Clone Wars has gotten uh, tons of praise for its writing it's basically like uh, what the Star Wars prequel films should have been uh, from what I understand, um, and it does look interesting. So, at some point, I'll check out the the Clone Wars TV series and uh, and maybe maybe even Rebels because I heard that was good too. Um,
1: All right, uh, Grant Morrison and Kelly sued Con- Kelly Sue to write a new Green Green Lantern and Aquaman comics. In November, Morrison with artist Liam Sharp will. Rel- We'll launch a new Green Lantern series featuring Hal Jordan. Deconic with artist Robinson Roca will launch a new Aquaman series. That's
0: all you. Yeah, you know, Grant Morrison. Um uh, he, he did a ton of work with Marvel, and he's also uh, uh, famous for creating some of the best Batman graphic novels in 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 the series history. Uh, he wrote um whatchamacallit? Uh Arkham Asylum, a yeah. serious house and serious earth. He also did Batman R.I.P. And, you know, I I, I would love to see what he brings to the table with this new Green Lantern series in November because the current series is dope. The Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. Also, there's also another one. um, It's not written by Grant Morrison, but it came out recently. I think it was either this year or last year. It was Earth One Green Mm -hmm. Lantern, which I heard was a really dope um, um, single like, standalone story, which tells, like, a completely different retelling of the Green Lantern origin. Um, this one I'm looking forward to. Also, uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick's uh, Aquaman series. Hopefully, uh, I, I, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure that will be pretty cool to get into, especially with the film coming out shortly after. Yeah. And um, I'll definitely, at some point, get into the Aquaman DC Rebirth Universe series, get back and read the trades for that.
1: Okay, and just put it in your box of Rock
0: Yep, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Um so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. DC's killing it as you, as I've been saying, they'd be killing it with the comics game. You know, they can't be stopped. Marvel's Marvel stuff, while good, maybe not as
1: interesting. I don't know. they they tiny easy Coats stuff is on point. I did re world of Wakanda, by the way.
0: Okay. That was an interesting story. That was written by Roxanne Gay, right?
1: Roxanne Gay and Tiny Easy Coates.
0: Okay. Yeah. Now that, that was that was dope. Huh? That was dope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh speaking of other Marvel stuff, well, former Marvel writer, uh G-, G Willow Wilson is going to write the new Wonder Woman comic for DC. Uh she's the creator of uh, Kamala Khan's Miss Marvel and uh she's a co-creator. Uh she'll be taking over writing duties for the continuing Wonder Woman Rebirth DC Universe series this fall. Uh G Willow Wilson and artist Carrie Nord will debut with Th- with the just war in issue 58 on november
1: 14th so um, she must just recently signed to to dc yep. to dc yeah so she wasn't necessarily like an independent writer. So.
0: yeah and uh G willow Wilson, like her her kamala khan miss marvel series it's actually really cool like I, I think you might dig it like if you if you dig marvel stuff like you you should definitely give it a chance
1: right. i got the number one issue with um the Kamala Khan, uh, the number one uh, hip hop cover. Yeah. Which was uh, a tribute to uh, the miseducation of Lauren Hill.
0: Oh yeah, I remember that. that was a dope cover. Yeah. So yeah, and and you know the Miss Marvel series is interesting. Also, G Willow Wilson, her story, her life story is pretty interesting in and of itself too. Really? Yeah. I think she's a basically uh, she was a she's a white woman who converted to Islam. Really. Yeah. Hence, hence her hence her her deep knowledge of the Kamala Khan Miss Marvel character just, yeah you should, you should read up on her it's f- I'm gonna do that that's interesting. I was like I was like, huh? that's, that's different yeah, so she brings a really interesting perspective to the Miss Marvel comics, so it is. wow, yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing what she brings to the table with Wonder Woman because that's going to be a really dope uh collaboration between yeah. her and d c um so, yeah. There's another uh, DC headline here. You just went uh, DC heavy, huh? Yeah, there's there's, there's been a bunch. Well,
1: yeah, because Marvel wasn't at. They weren't at. A... Well, there was like a Marvel like booth and like a panel or two there, but mm. nothing on the movies. Oh yeah. Makes sense.
0: Mm.
1: Marvel's doing better. K- Marvel did better k than wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody on Reddit just put. Like they put on Instagram the reason why Marvel wasn't at San Diego Comic Con this year, it was Josh Brolin in like just laying in the bed and he just. It shows like a headline saying that Marvel was not gonna be, Marvel Studios was not gonna be at San Diego Comic Con and then it just Mm. shows Josh Brolin's face, then Thanos's face and I'm like, that's fucking genius that they did that.
0: Hey, you know what? Hey, he's he's kicking up
1: but Mar- but Marvel choosing not to be there yeah yeah DC took advantage of it mm-hmm. like they had the forefront you know they had the forefront but it's like it's fucking genius yeah cause it le- it's still leaving everybody hanging mm-hmm. cause it's like if, they- if Marvel Studios showed up yeah There'll be tons of questions. What's, what did Thanos do? Where is everybody? Yeah. Are they dead? Are they not? And all that. And then they it's going to put the actors in, like, tough predicaments where, you know, they have to, they can't say anything.
0: Yeah. No, that's true. Like What's some,
1: better to just not show up?
0: Yeah. And plus, there's only, there's two more Marvel movies. There's Captain Marvel and uh, Avengers 4. That's it. Yeah. So, yeah. And plus, you don't want people like one of the cast members, like, or accidentally, like, Tom Holland. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're still going to see it anyway. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, it'll
1: still be better than anything
0: DC produced. Justice League.
1: DC, and it'll still be better than the, G, the DCEU.
0: Mm. And uh, speaking of DC, we talked about Shazam, the movie, earlier. And DC will be launching a new Shazam uh, series, comic series, this November. Jeff uh, Johns will be writing it which is awesome with a uh, Dave Eaglesham on heart on, on, on the artwork. Uh, this will be the first Shazam comic published by DC in many years. So this will definitely tie into the upcoming movie. And Jeff Johns, like he always puts out that quality work. So, you know what? I might give it a shot as well. So yeah, I
1: remember drawing Shazam when I was like 10. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then for some reason it was like the basis for like, Every basic superhero I drew after that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, um, uh, th- this was mentioned earlier in the uh, in the episode chat, uh, there will be a Charmed reboot TV series this fall on The CW. Uh, the show will star Melanie Diaz, Madeline Mantock, and Sarah Jeffrey. Uh, the original series aired from 1998 to, th- to 2006. So new fans or old fans of Charmed or people who want to get into the show, hey, you got this reboot coming out.
1: Man, my my sister, my
0: sister Joyelle loved Charm. Oh, okay. So, man, maybe maybe this reboot might be up around. She loved out. Charm. Felicia watched Veronica Mars. I liked Veronica Mars. Okay, because you,
1: actually, no, both of them liked Veronica Mars. Mm-hmm. I think they have like, the first season, and what was, oh, my God, there was one show, too, that they liked, and I don't think nobody else did. Mm-hmm. It was um, the superhero
0: um, show with Jessica Alba. Oh, Dark Angel! Yes, <laughs> yeah. James Cameron produced that. Yes, yeah.
1: And I think like Jessica Alba like broke her neck on the show.
0: Oh Jesus! Uh, is that what they canceled? I think so. Mm. Yeah, I know. I know. I remember it aired, it aired on Fox yeah, Fox. yeah, it
1: did. But did, Veronica Mars is one they they loved.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah. Veronica Mars that was a dope show. Like the first season is the best one.
1: I think that's the only one that they owned.
0: Yeah, that, which is fine. Like season two was good. And season three was kind of a little hit and miss, but still had that charm to it. And I haven't seen the Ver- Ver- Veronica Mars movie, though. So. I not know they made a movie. Yeah, it was like a, either a continuation or a conclusion uh-huh. of the series. And uh, last headline here for San Diego Comic-Con, and this one put a smile on my face. Uh, hashtag Rally for Rose at San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, the website The Nerds of Color organized a hashtag Rally for Rose on Saturday, July 21st, in which lots of women dressed in costume as Rose Tico from Star Wars The Last Jedi or, or wore Obama-inspired Tico t-shirts. Uh, the rally was in support of actress Kelly Marie Tran, who starred in *The Last Jedi*. Uh, she was bullied off of social media in June due to constant online harassment from toxic Star Wars fans, and so this rally for Rose is in support of her. Good, good it, for the nerd community. Yeah, you know the, the 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 toxic the toxic fans, and I put fans in air quotes because the toxic fans are not real fans. You know they don't speak for nerd culture at all. You know. You, you mean you, you you can't you you can't bully actresses off the internet because what, be, what, what 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 kind of what kind of person are you 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 you, 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 you you're fucking loser you know what here we go all to all of you all of you trolls all of you toxic trolls who, oh, don't, who don't bend the don't bend the
1: our our certificate of authenticity. Or studio headphones. It's fine.
0: <laughs> Listen to all all you toxic trolls out there. You know, bullying and harassing. You know, f- not only female fans or LGBT fans off the internet or actresses off the internet because they started a movie that that you feel entitled that you own that you feel entitled to. Get get out of your basements. Stop the chronic masturbation. Lose some weight. All right. Shave the goddamn neck beard. Put the fedora away. All right. Talk, talk, talk to be social. Build up your social skills. You know, talk to a person of color without dropping the N bomb. Okay, go meet a woman. Go meet a man. Go, 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 meet somebody who can bring out the best qualities in you. Life, life is good. In the words of Nas, the, the world a, a, as effed up as things could be, the life is still good. All right, you don't need to be hateful. True. All right. So So get, so get off the basement, dust, get all the cheeto dust off your T-shirt. Dress nice, you know? Wear something tailored. you know? Get a haircut. Shave that beard. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> be, be respectable, OK? You know, Good things happen to good people. When you exude good positive energy, it comes back to you. Surround yourself. With positive people not toxic motherfuckers who enable your stupidity okay and that's all i gotta say about that
1: can we smile now
0: yes we can smile all right <laughs> <laughs> so um so yeah that's pretty much all the uh headlines for for san diego comic con and uh before we move on i'm looking at the some comments here uh, kyle chapman just left the uh the group the the episode early he said that I got he said, I gotta go. My nephew thinks my Street Fighter skills are a joke. It's child abuse time. <laughs>
1: Sometimes you gotta put in that word. You gotta let these little motherfuckers know.
0: Hey man, you know, Street Fighter, yeah, Street Fighter yeah, it gets it. You gotta, get
1: gotta let bitches know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Street Fighter. It's uh it's it's still a thing, isn't it? Yeah. Do you, do you have the uh, arcade edition of Street Fighter? Flight? No,
1: I do want to get that you know, Bullet Club versus the Noob Day made me want to get it.
0: That was a fun.
1: That has watch. still a fun watch.
0: Yeah, it absolutely is. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, um, that's pretty much it. Uh, anything you got on your end as far as question of the week or yeah, names? last
1: week's question of the week? Who was your favorite rapper turned actor? Mm-hmm. Now uh, I remember you said.
0: LL Cool J. Yeah,
1: you said LL Cool J. Mm -hmm. I topped it and said Mark Wahlberg.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Feel it, feel it. You knew the words to that song, didn't you? I I do. I do know the words. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So,
1: Jessica Concussion said
0: Ice Cube. Right on. Craig. (laughs)
1: Bolero Music. Mm-hmm. said Kid Rock. Okay, you really just left John Hipponic just said common because he was in Suicide Squad and he was also awesome, and John Wick Two and some other suppo- good supporting roles. Mm-hmm. And then shout-outs to the Hashtag Blackout Podcast, which we will be collaborating with real soon. He said, The Fresh Prince slash Will Smith. Can't say I've seen any seen another rapper slash actor with, ty- with that type of acting rage. I also would have said Tupac, but, well, his career got cut short. But he did have some great films. Oh, yeah, he did. Jay, from the Hashtag Blackout Podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah, I... I I had to, I had to walk away from that Kid Rock answer. It
1: probably wasn't even meant to be taken serious. I can't even remember anything that he did acting.
0: Uh, unless you count his WWE appearances,
1: he did with just performances. Yeah, and <laughs> quick interviews yes. and a Hall of Fame induction speech in the Celebrity Wing.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't I don't remember him starring in any movies. Me neither. Yeah, but Kid Rock really.
1: So, this week's question of the week, we're going to the video game tip. If you can reboot any video game franchise, Mm. what
0: what would it be? Mm. If I could reboot a video game franchise. Um.
1: Actually, you know what? I think I've had that one before.
0: I think I think you did. It does sound familiar.
1: Name an underrated video game franchise. Oh, an, your favorite underrated video game franchise.
0: An underrated, okay. Um, I, I'm gonna say an underrated franchise is Shadow Hearts. Um, for the PS2, uh, there were there were three games in the Shadow Hearts uh, RPG series. Like those were some unique role playing games. Like. If I would love to see either remasters of those or a new Shadow Hearts game. Because that would... Yo, I'd buy two copies.
1: Okay. I would say... I would say the Onimusha series. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even though I've only played the first one, but I was like, the first one was, was alone from... That was alone. That was fire. Mm-hmm. But I would take it even further back. Everybody knows why I would say Streets of Rage because I was a big Streets of Rage mark. Yeah. Excuse me.
0: Double Dragon. Okay. Double Dragon wasn't was it? Can you can you even really say it's underrated? I mean, because I enjoyed the cartoon.
1: <laughs> the games were fun to play.
0: Oh yeah, they were. Um, have you played a uh, Double Dragon Neon?
1: No. How recent was that?
0: Uh, I think it was like 2013. It was like a it was like a two it was like a 3D beat 'em up with a 2D side scrolling action. It had, a, it had a fantastic '80s soundtrack. Really? Yeah. So another, it was kind of like a Tekken engine. Um, in a, in a way, kind of. Yeah. yeah. It was a, it was fun though, but yeah, check out the soundtrack. You can actually download it for free, like online, like from the official website. It's dope. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: So yeah, what was your favorite underrated video game franchise? I will be on the social medias up in a day or two. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah, Pretty much it. That's all I got.
0: Yeah. And uh you can also catch all of our episodes on Facebook Live as well as SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and YouTube. You can also follow us on social media at Facebook, um, Twitter at Codex Primecast, and Instagram, Codex Prime Podcast. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes.
1: Yeah, also, and you know, one more time, big shout outs to Kyle, Eddie, and Brian for the new uwo podcast that we urban world order yep. that we will be guest and R real soon we're gonna tear them motherfuckers up yeah <laughs> and also big shout outs to our new sponsor studio headphones mm-hmm. yeah. thank yes. you very much just log on to studio.com that's s-u-d-i-o and you can get 15 percent off your order if by using the promo code codex
0: yes indeed and uh, yeah, we'll tune in next week. We we'll, we'll be back next uh, Tuesday.
1: see Yeah, we'll be, yeah, Tuesday.
0: Yeah. we'll be back.
1: Yes. We'll be back at our normal time.
0: Yes, our this is
1: uh... not throwing our time off again. <laughs> for
0: now. Hey, you know, for now, yeah. But we'll <laughs> be back uh, next Tuesday with a new episode. Um, same uh same time six fifteen six thirty ish. 30-ish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just yeah,
1: we'll go. We'll go for six. Yeah. Be around for six, but then.
0: Yeah, so uh, so yeah, that's pretty much it. We thank you for watching, thank you for listening, and as always, we will catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Later.